Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's daily podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. Today is... May 5th, 2020. The time is about 4.30 p.m. Ready and NPC does conduct conference, uh, Zoom conference calls every single day. For those people who are in the conference call, please raise your hand. You'll be announced with your name to ask the question. For those people who are listening to this in the podcast, radio, and other media, you can check our timings at rnlakrib.com. Go ahead with the first caller. Kalyan? Hey, hi, Rahul. Uh, very good evening. Uh, my question is, I got my H-1B approved from 2019 to 2022. I got mm-hmm. it stamped from India. But when I returned back, um, due to my passport expiry this July, my I-94 was issued till this July. So I spoke to my employer and my employer asked me, uh, like since my wife is pregnant, they asked me to check with the local CBP office. We spoke earlier and you clearly instructed me that, you know, CBP office will only correct the mistakes but not renew your I-94. So still they can, due to their... They can, pressure, sometimes, they can sometimes, you can contact them though. Okay. The, only so thing I, is, the only thing is that once the I-94 expires, I definitely don't want them to go to the CBP office. Uh, okay, my I-94 will expire in July 2021. So I okay. reached out to the CBP office like last week. And the response was pretty rude. They were like, uh, why are you contacting us? Um, yeah, because okay, when I talked to the... Yeah. I, so they okay. told we will, we, yeah, will, so. we will rework your I-94 and everything stuff. When I spoke to my employer, he was like, don't worry, they can't do all these stuff. Uh, it's Texas, they are pretty rude. Yeah. I, I, so why don't you go to Mexico and come back? Uh, that's what I was planning. The reason I was trying here is my wife is pregnant, so I was just trying my luck. Okay. Uh, Any other questions? The local. That's it. Thank you very much, Rahul. Okay. Thank, thank, thanks for the feedback, though. Thanks for the feedback. Uh, don't worry. They, if they just said that they'll revoke and they'll remove you, uh, <laughs> they're not supposed to speak with you like that. And, uh, you know, if we have all the I recorded the call. Things, I, yeah, I recorded the call. And the operator clearly told me that we will re, we'll renew your I-94. That's when I sent them the email. Okay. So I didn't understand. You record. So this they threatened that they're going to remove you, right? Uh, he was like, you know, uh, um, don't try to reach out to us with this. In your case, you have to go out of the country and come back. Don't try to play games with the uh, border security. I will revoke your I-94 <laughs> and I'll make sure that, you know, you're thrown out of the country. Yeah, don't just ignore that. Don't don't worry. They can't do that. Next person, please. They don't have an authority uh, to do that. This is, not a, this is not India. This is USA. Even the president can't do what he tells to do, what he wants to do. 
it has to go with the law malini go ahead malini i think so she is busy um can you go to the next person ashwini hi um, yeah go ahead ashwini yeah um so we applied for uh, our adjustment of status uh, in october 2020 it was uh, eb22 eb3 downgrade uh, our priority date was uh, june 2011 <coughs> so um and uh, the application receive date was uh, uh, october 29th and our i140 got approved on april 1st mm -hmm. now the client is asking us uh, um, i'm asking me to come to full time and they have initiated h1 transfer Mm -hmm. um so my question is uh, can my current employer revoke my i140 um and what's going to happen well, first thing that first thing it's going to be after 6 months you're going to move out of this company not before that is right yes it's been 6 months okay. yes and i know that they are filing the h1b are they filing the 485j supplement or not Yes, uh, they're going to file for it if I just they 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 can revoke it, but it won't have any negative impact on you. Oh, okay. So even if my current employer revokes, then I'm safe, right? All I want to know is like I'm safe to move now. You're safe. You're fine. Okay. You're safe. Okay. 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 Yeah. Thank Next you. Next person. Ravi. Uh, hello, Rahul Karu. I have a quick question here. Uh, mm -hmm. My labor was filed on third March. Uh, 2021. I mean, like two months ago. Mm -hmm. uh, There's supposed to be an email coming from Department of Labor to our HR to confirm whether they have sponsored my this thing. That email was never sent out. So, did I lose like two months of time processing time, or what is that? Well, they can they check online what's the status of the H1B? The labor they don't have any case ID or anything like that. There was no acknowledgement from the Department of Labor. So when they filed the ah. uh, ETA nine zero eight nine, yeah, I know Yeah, I know this is a very procedural question. Our legal assistants will answer better than me. <laughs> I haven't done that activity, so if. yeah it definitely looks something wrong so you can drop an email to me what you said i'll try okay. to respond to you um, my email address will be given in the chat to you thank you thanks a lot next person please my questions yeah jivita yeah. uh yes sir uh, so i have a question uh, one of my cousin traveled to india due to family emergency last week due to recent travel ban announcements his office people wants him to come back to us immediately his h1b stamping is expired and he needs to go for dropbox for visa extension uh, since all the us embassy consulates are closed he has canada visitor visa can he go to canada and get his visa stamped or what are the immediate options he have for uh, returning back to usa uh can he go for stamping in canada he can go for stamping in canada he can go in stamping in canada and uh, he has to quarantine there for 15 days before he comes back into united states 
Okay. But right now, even to Canada, the flights are... Uh... I, I, you asked me one question, ma'am. I am not a Canadian lawyer. Yeah. Basically, okay. we are looking for the options like uh, Mexico, Sri Lanka, and uh, yeah, different countries. Uh, like Sri Washington Lanka does not. U.S. consulates in most of the countries right now, they are not allowing third country nationals because of the COVID. Their functionality is very low. So he has to wait out right now. That's all I can think about. He can try Canada and Mexico and try to go there. He can't. He needs to get a visa to make, go to Mexico. Uh, but Canada, if he has already has a visa, he can try to make an appointment there and try to go there. Okay. Okay. Uh, basically, his company is not uh, uh, willing to run the payroll because of uh, taxes uh, issue and all. They are asking for a proof. Like, is there a any proof or something saying that uh, H-1B candidate can work from outside the country for uh, six months or whatever, like whatever the duration. He can work from India. There's an article I have written on it. You can send it. But whether the H-1B, he doesn't need H-1B to work from India. He's an Indian national. The problem yes. is about the payroll though. Yes. Can yes, they run the payroll? payroll? That's a violation. That's a, okay. they need to check with the CPA. That's a question for CPA, not for immigration lawyer, okay? Okay, got it, yeah. Next person, Thank please. Thank you, sir. Uh, yeah, hi. Um, so my H4 and EAD was uh, filed in September uh, 2020, last year. Um, I have not received an update yet. My biometrics was uh, done on December. Uh, so I was just curious to Do see- Do you mean to say October or September? Uh, September 2020. Uh, okay. This September is a, 4th, 20... This is for H, this is for H4 plus EAD you're speaking about, is that right? H4, that is right. Okay. Uh, okay. And December I had my biometric appointment, uh, so it's around seven months now. Um, I'm currently in loss of pay uh, with my company, but my loss of pay ends in a few more months. Uh, either I have to join back work. Uh, what is your uh, question? So yeah, my question is: uh, Are you currently doing litigation? Uh, I, I, I knew that at one point you had stopped doing it. Uh, so did you resume that? Uh, that is that no, we're, we're not. We did not resume. Yesterday we won one small judgment from the USCIS. They, uh -huh. uh, we, we filed a class action suit. They stopped uh -huh. uh, from May 17th onwards. They're not going to have biometrics done. But that doesn't help you right now. But I, right. I don't have anything that, that can help you right now. I don't have anything on my table that Anybody who is an L2 EADs, H4 EADs, you want to get it expedited, we cannot help you guys right now. Sorry about that. Okay? okay. Thank you, okay. Thank Next you. person, please. Abhishek? Yeah, hi. Thank you. Uh, hi, Rahul. Uh, so I received an email from USCIS and a little bit uh, worried. Uh, so I'm sorry, what? I received an email from USCIS. They asked for a list of documents. So... I just a uh, little worried about it and I thought I'm just talking to you before I share anything. So they what sent happened? the thing in the email? Yeah, they called over the phone and then they sent an email to me. They asked for the email ID and they asked for a list of documents. That looks to be a scam to me. No, this is the correct email ID actually I verified. So later my employer also called me. They asked a list of document from employer as well. So employer asked me, yeah, you sent the document. Okay, go and, ahead, go ahead. So, is this a FTNS visits or is it a RFT yes. that you're speaking of? 
This is a DNS, yeah, FDNS, yeah. Okay, FDNS, not an RFE. Okay, keep going. So what happened? I am currently doing a concurrent H1B with employer B. And mm -hmm. so last year, uh, actually, when I was working with employer A, they uh, approached me with a job offer. And uh, then there was a conversation with a job offer and other things. So I I accepted the offer, and they okay. Can we shorten the? Can you shorten okay. the things to get yeah, yeah, the sure, sure, sure. So they filed H one B, which got approved in a month of July, but I I joined their payroll in October. Okay, then uh, after October, this I is a, this is a concurrent. This is a concurrently filed. H1B, no, that that right? time it was a full time. At that time it was a full time. So parallel okay, for two two company. A company A and company B. Actually, I wanted. I was not sure about the company B's project. I wanted to uh, buy some okay. time. Okay. So, so and... no. I will put a link to you there. You'll have to make an appointment. It's going a long story, and you're not getting to the point quickly. I'm sorry about that. I need to cut down to two minutes. Can't do more than that. There are a lot of people there. Okay. I will put an appointment there. You can um, go to the link and fix a time, and we can discuss. Because it's not good. I can't do it in two minutes. Next person, please. Vipin Kumar. Yeah, yeah. Hi, hi, uh, Rahul. This is Vipin. Thanks for attending my talk. Uh, so basically, uh, I am in India right now. My, I am on H1B. My wife is an H4. She has got EBD and she's working in USA with my son there. Um, I got stuck here because of the. You, you, you said you, you said you have a son. Is he born yeah. in India or India? USA? Not a U.S. citizen. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so basically, we got stuck. I did not want them to travel here because of the COVID situation, and uh, I was just wondering. I have to get my visa stamped as well. I had the biometrics appointment, but that couldn't be done. So um, I heard the previous case where you know, can I do the stamping in Sri Lanka or somewhere? And uh, probably quarantine and then go there, or what is the other option I have? Um, that... Right now, you need to understand that uh, U.S. consulates are not welcoming third-country nationals. Third-country nationals means if you are residing in Sri Lanka, they will entertain you. But if you are just visiting for getting the visa, they won't entertain you right now. Is it? Only with Sri Lanka or like Canada or something. Actually, Sri Lanka does not even allow any third third country nationals. U.S. consulates. It's only U.S. consulates in Mexico and Canada that allow the third country nationals, and they are not entertaining that much right now. Okay, uh, Rahul, I have another question. Like, if uh, let's say I I for some reason my company says oh, uh, put me an LOA or something, uh, can my wife continue to work there? Means uh, will my visa um, right now, right now, even if they terminate you, your wife has 60 days to stay there, though. stay in United States. If by any chance, if it, if, if, if by any chance it crosses 60 days, you can, you, you can have them file a B2 application, make them stay in this country. Okay. Thank you, Rahul. Under the current circumstances, if they don't want to stay, if they can't stay on H4, definitely B2 is an option for them. They need to look into Okay. Okay, thanks. Pushpita? 
Hi, uh, thank you. Hi, Rahul. Uh, I just have a quick question. Uh, I had uh, applied for H4 and H4 EAD last year, December, and have not received it yet, uh, though my husband's H1B was in premium and he got the approval last month. Uh, but now he has changed his employer as a full-time. And uh, so what is the wise step now? Should I still wait for my previous H4, H4 EAD or should I apply a new one along with his H1 transfer? When is your H4 expiring? Uh, both my H4 and H4 EAD has expired already on March 18th. I would want you to refile the H4 plus EAD, but not withdraw the old one. As a safety okay. precaution though, um, there is a good chance that your old H4 plus EAD will be approved. There's a good chance mm -hmm. for it. There is a slight chance when they see the withdrawal of the H1B, they may just deny that H4 plus EAD. There's only 5% chance. And for as a safety precaution, I want to have this other H4 plus EAD to be filed. Okay, along with his H1 transfer. That is right. Okay, okay. So uh, just one thing to ensure it here that our I-140 is already approved five years back. So it's not going to affect the refiling of EAD, right? I can still work. That is right, ma'am. Your husband okay. have uh, stayed with that company for more than 180 days. Um, so just because you're moving to a different company, he, you can still use that I-140 to get your H4 EAD. But can I tell you one other thing? Why did your husband move to a different company right now? Uh, no, it's like, you know, he was an uh, employee of Wipro and he was working under uh, one company here, the client. The client hired him as a full-time. Yeah, but <laughs> do you know that the priority date may become current for him? Oh, I didn't know that. What's his priority date? People are forgetting the reason uh, why we filed I-1... 2016. The reason why we are filing I-140s, the original reason was actually to get you the green card, not to keep on moving to a different company and get you the H4 EAD. So people are forgetting, maybe your husband need to watch some of the videos what I'm putting on. Let him watch my videos though, that I put in the last one month in the YouTube, okay. watch it. Let him watch it because he may okay. want to go back to the old company. I don't okay. even if some he has not resigned even, yet, but yeah, so then tell him to do one thing tell him not to resign and watch my videos. And after he watched my videos, he still resigns. That's fine. If I were him, if my priority date is 2016, if somebody gives me $200,000 cash, I am not moving. Okay, okay, and okay. What have him watch the video? Next person, please. Thank you so much. Tiku Papa. Hey, uh, hi Rahul. My question is, my wife's H4 uh, petition was filed in November. H4 I am extension. not going to help you for H4 and EAD expedited, guys. No, no, this is not expedited because this is a weird situation I'm into. So the receipt, the H4 was filed with a different incorrect name. Okay. And they got the name corrected by raising a service request, service request, but the appointment letter for biometric has come with the incorrect name again. So that's okay. Uh, my attorney check that in. Check that, go to the biometrics appointment. 
with the incorrect letter yeah but so just just single thing my attorney called them ahead i i told my attorney that the name is incorrect so they called the uh, call center and the uscis person suggested us to visit the asc in advance okay advance so we did we went there and they did not allow us inside saying we understand that you are received correct received uh, your name is corrected on the uh petition and the corrected receipt is with you we still want you to hold the uh, correct appointment notice then only we will allow the biometric so if but so he asked me to either uh, get it corrected before the scheduled appointment or get the appointment rescheduled so obviously we could not get the corrected appointment letter uh, so fast so my attorney was working on trying to reschedule it but still that is uh, he could not hold get hold of tier 2 because they need 72 hours for them to get back to my attorney so when is the appointment situation. when is when is the appointment uh, yeah. now i'm into situation appointment appointment is tomorrow and uh two days back i mean the appointment will be reached before 72 hours and go my attorney to the help go to the appointment to the all right yeah. okay okay and no one, questions one, about it let them reject it if they want to go to the appointment okay so there is a 95% probability they won't they won't what they will not reject it they will okay. take the biometrics okay okay fine i'll i'll go and attend the appointment and let's say i'm afraid that if something goes wrong with this petition since my wife's i94 expired in january and if this petition you can, can refile one more h4 application and defend yourself if you want to at a later date why okay. don't you contact a lawyer after it's been rejected rather than right now okay let's go there okay. and if it's rejected contact okay fine all right thanks rao there's a 95% probability they'll take her in and take the biometrics next person please vihan Vihan Yogesh Yeah uh hi can you can you hear me Yes Yogesh Yeah uh, hello Mr Rahul thanks for taking uh, my call So um I my priority date is EB2 April 13 2015 um uh, EB2 and uh, I have a kid who is 12 year old Right. Um, How old is he? And twelve, twelve years old. Okay. Okay. So twelve. Uh, so uh, most probably looking into your videos and not many uh, the, uh, forums that you have written uh, looks like 2015 EB3 might become uh, date of filing might become current in in October 2021. High chances are there. Uh, uh, so I'm planning to uh, downgrade. Uh, so sh- is it? except for the fact that you know it it costs me some money and date of filing might not become current is there any other risk that i can see in downgrading right now maybe in august no so it's suggested to downgrade right uh, uh, even before yeah. so that i can save some time right i'm just trying to think if i would do in premium processing or not because of okay. the 12 year old kid that's a judgment call that you have to make though okay um but as far as um as far as downgrade is concerned other than that little money that you pay 
There is nothing, you are not going to lose anything. Your EB2 will be as it is. It's not going to be denied just be, or no, no negative effect on it. Yeah. So once it is approved, I think I'll have two concurrent ones, I-140s, but I-485 might have been applied through EB3. But if EBT moves ahead in future, uh, so interfiling would work. I can still use the EB2 uh, yes. I-140. Yes, uh, yes, you can. In, you can still use EB2 for interfiling, okay? There's one small caveat some people don't understand is that. I always tell sure. people that, hey, it's easy to shift from company A to company B once you file the 485 after six months though. There's one small thing though. If you move out of that company, you can't use the interfiling. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I don't have uh, such scenarios. I'm okay. Just want to, just want to, just want sure. to from you. Otherwise, sure. you can interfile. And, yeah, and yeah. I mean, if it is 2015 May though, I'm thinking 2000, of just file 2000, uh, 2000, yeah. Sorry, 2015 May. I'm thinking if I were you, I, I would I would file the I140. Now, because I, you have a 12 year old child, I'm not sure yeah. about the premium processing, but I okay. would file the I140 right now. Yeah, and, and okay. when EB2 dates even moves forward and becomes current, interfiling is something which, again, I140 has to be something done or if the process is. Wait, 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 wait. If EB2 moves, EB2 moves, you don't do interfiling. You just do EB2 and you just file the 485 application. No, if, if I go ahead with EB3, and and do I want file the four eight five? Okay, and, and, later, if, and later if EB two moves forward uh, ahead in, instead of EB three, mm -hmm. my date becomes current in EB two. You said interfiling can be done. The process itself is straightforward, or it's 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 little complicated with uh, too many documentation. Just like I no, it, it's not about the documentation. Though. It's simple, straightforward. But by the time okay. the USCIS reflects that EB two, it may take a long mm -hmm. time. But okay. the process itself is very small. It's not like 485. It's not like I-140. Just one got document, it. you send it to them. Okay, got it. Thank, thank you, Mr. Raul. I think uh, the downgrade would probably make Next, sense at this stage. Yeah. yeah. Next person. Yes. Yeah, that's, that makes sense right now. Thank you. Hey, Rahul. Um... Yes, go ahead, sir. Yeah, can... I can't hey, can hear you. you. Gayatri, can you hear me? Okay, he, yes, hear I'm him? able to hear you, but not him. Okay. Okay. Now we can. Hey, can you hear me? Yes, go ahead. Okay, cool. Thanks. Um, hey, Rahul, I'm, I'm a uh, FTE for, and uh, my employee. You're what? FTE, uh, full-time employee, okay? Yeah, yeah. So my employee, uh, my employer filed for H1 last year. Um, and then... Uh, I got a RFE on specialty occupation and uh, we converted to premium and it eventually denied on November 3rd, 2020. So on December 26th, uh, we appealed uh, our H1 um, and on February 18th, it went to the appeals office. Uh, so last week on April 27th, the appeal was sustained. So that means I think it's approved or so my question is, uh, I actually traveled to India in December to January uh, while okay. the appeal is in process. So what visa did you come in? You came on F1? Yes, I'm on F1. Uh, 
So my question is, if the appeal is sustained, will it be a change of status or counselor processing? A as a there's a good chance they will issue a counselor processing. But you can do one thing. You can apply for a change of status immediately. Uh, we actually applied change of status. The, uh, you, no, are you it will be, okay. it will be, it most probably will be denied. That's the reason you're going to get the council processing. If you get the council processing, you can then apply for the change of status again, and you don't have to go to the cap. Okay. Uh, so as the appeal is sustained, uh, how long it will take to, uh, for the US? about two months normally. Okay, and I'll, I'm also picked this year. So, how to proceed this one this year? Uh, I'm going to one. I'm going to file I'm going to file this application. Too. I'm not going to stop filing this application. Okay, because okay. remember so, that you still need to file a change of status. So, you might as well get this one approved instead of filing one more change of status. Okay, okay. Uh, so, so to quick uh, conclusion, so when the appeal is approved, it mostly comes down as a change of status. It Sorry, will be denied. Okay. Processing, yeah. Constant processing. Okay, sounds good. Thanks. Thank you. Then. Unima. Lucky you, buddy. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, hi, Rahul. Uh, so uh, I have a question. So I'm in H4, not EAD. So I got an offer from India. Uh, so whether I can do my job by residing in the US? No. Okay. We call it, we, I call it as a rule of butt. Where your butt sits is where the law is applicable. You are sitting here in the United States. If you are working, you come under the U.S. immigration laws. Okay. Since you don't have a work permit, you cannot work in the United States. Oh, okay. We, at this law at this point of time, does not recognize cyberspace as a space. Okay. 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 Okay, Rahul, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Next person, please. Malini. Hello, sir. Yes, ma'am. Uh, hi. Um, I have my I have an I seven nine seven which was approved in two thousand nine until two thousand eleven. I worked two thousand eleven, mm -hmm. mm -hmm. and then um, I didn't get the visa. And then uh, after that, since then, I was an H four, and got mm H -hmm. four EAD in between. This time mm -hmm. I tried for a new lottery uh, because uh, wherever I was applying, they said I have a nine years gap and they're not ready to do the ICNNs and renewal since I had earlier. Earlier, one of your conference, I got no once I, we get to through the lottery, we can use There's the no nine thing. years for you. There's no nine no, years the, for you. The gap, sir. This, the, 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 it doesn't matter whether it's nine years, 20 years, 30 years. If you I have still... been counted towards the cap and you have not used up the six years, you can file the H-1B now. You're not subject to cap. However, the only minus point is that you will be only able to use the remaining period of the six years that we've been left out. But... Uh, I approached a couple of employers and they are saying that that doesn't apply in there. They don't have the policy like beyond, if it is less than six years, they are ready to try. Since you have nine years gap, I mean, they're not ready to file my H1. We've tried, we've tried many, no problem with anybody. Okay, so I'll have to find out an employer who's ready to file, right? Or in this case- I'll bring the employer to us, we'll file it. 
Okay, okay. And one thing, if in this case, if I need to use this, um, I can go for premium process or is there any expediting doing this? No, Will immediately if we need to. Premium processing. Anytime we can do and we can get it at the earlier, sir? What is the earlier, just in case? I said premium processing. You know the premium processing is right? I'm out of touch. I mean, it's been a long time. Sorry. It's about 20. It will take 20 days for you to get it. 20 days. Um, so for that, for sure, do I need to have a project in hand? Yes. Okay, no project, no H1B. No H1B. So I am waiting for my H4 EAD right now. I've tried to expedite yesterday and they are just through processing it through because since March 23rd, they applied my fingerprints on that. It put 60 days. Uh, so I just called the USCIS and asked them for the expedite case and they applied it. And today I saw the apply, um, it says it has been in the applied, I mean, accepted and applied um, expedite more. Uh, either in two days or something, they will get back to me. In case if I get the H4 EAD, I get the project and then I can change to I-797. That is the best Absolutely. case. Absolutely. You can do so, ma'am. Absolutely. Okay, sir. So uh, there is no need for the expedite in the H1 case. That's a that's premium and I wait. I do premium and I wait. Premium is expedited. Premium, yeah. Premium is expedited. Okay. Only for the H4, we have this situation doing expedition. You're right, ma'am. Yeah, that is right, ma'am. Thank you. Thank you so much. Next person, please. MTS. Hi, uh, can you hear me? Yes. Okay, perfect. Uh, so uh, my question might be a very elementary and very basic level to you because I'm new at this. So I'm currently on STEM OPT and uh, I have a contract job that is, uh, and I have my STEM extension extended till 2022 December. So my question would be, I'm from Bangladesh, not from India. So my, I'm not quite sure how the uh, green card processing goes. So if I do start in the process and it exceeds uh, after my STEM extension date, do I lose my status? What process? Or... What process? Uh, green card process or h Yes, yes, green card process. If you if you if you exceed the time limit though, um, yes. you, in the meantime you can apply the H1B. That's another thing that you can yeah, do. I can. Um, second is you can always continue on an F1 visa by going and joining another university. You won't lose a status just because you applied for this, and you can continue on the F1 visa. Oh, so uh, yeah, might be another silly question. I added up to this. So I've. Uh, Saw somewhere, I don't know, might be a stupid information, but uh, if I do apply for green card processing, it said somewhere that I cannot go back to being F1 on master's. Is that true or that's a... You cannot go back to F1, but you're already an F1. Yeah, I'm already on F1 currently, yes. So for example, if you are an H4, you want to go back to F1, that, that may create a problem for you, okay? Oh, you're already okay. on F1. Since yes. you're already an F1, you're not going back. You're there. I'm standing okay. here. Right. Green card is not happening. I'm going to stand here. You're not going anywhere. You got it? So is that, oh yeah. So there's no rule that I have shown. So if uh, I have uh, got the F1 showing the intent, then I'm going to come back to my country. But as I'm applying no. for green uh, card. No, you're not going back to your home country. You're staying no, here, no. right? Yeah. So th that yeah. shows my intent to stay permanently. So that does mean I'm switching but from you, F1 to. Wait, wait. If you want to move to F1, your green card will create a problem. Green card application will create a problem. 
Okay. Okay. If you're in there, it's not a problem. You okay. see that? Okay. So uh, that, 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 that's just one tip of it, the ocean. Though. The other thing is that the problem occurs only when you file the I-140 application. Okay. Okay. And for you, when you file the I-140, you will file for the employment authorization document also. Right. So for all practical reasons though, believe me one thing, all the other people, 100 people in this conference call, right. 99 people of them, they would be happy to be have born somewhere else other than India. I mean, I'm not telling about the country relationship. Right. They will get, they will be happy to get the green card faster. You have the opportunity, go for it right now. Don't listen okay. to them, listen to me. Okay, yeah, but they have actually agreed. My consultants, uh, con consulting company actually agreed to file for green card. So I wanted to send it's a waste yes. of money to file H1B for you. <laughs> the next year would be my last chance. That's why I'm fine. I would not. I, I mean, I tell my clients don't even throw the money on that guy's H1B. It's a waste of money. Let's get in the right. green card and yearly kick him out. So, uh, last question. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm not gonna say that. Uh, yeah, does it matter? Of, obviously, it matters for having a good lawyer, obviously. It might be a very silly question, but also it matters to select a good lawyer for this process, right? Because they would understand. Yeah, but it's 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 very, you can't, you have to go with your employer though. Right, yeah. You can't insert your lawyer there. I can't, yes, yeah. They would have their yeah. own lawyer, okay. They would have their own lawyer. Typically the consulting companies have their lawyer. Uh, they uh -huh. know this thing very easily. It's nothing odd that you're doing. Okay, right. Thank you. Thank you so much for this. Thank you. Then. Next person, please. Sahitya. Sahitya. Uh, you have to unmute yourself. I'm going to take next two callers after Sahitya, guys. Sahitya, you have to unmute yourself. Yeah. How can you yeah. Do? Hey, uh, sorry, uh, Rahul. So I'm currently on my CPT visa. I'm currently working for company A and filed my H1B. Can you, mute your, uh, can you mute your uh, phone uh, or you put two things on? Rahul, can you hear me? Uh, no, better go ahead, ma'am. Yeah. So, um, I mean, my H1B is not picked through company A, but it was picked through company B. So when I checked with my company A, the client company, they said me to wait for second lottery. And then if it is not picked in the second lottery also, then they asked me, they asked, I mean, they said to me that they'd file me a L1B visa. So what would be the best suggestion that I, I need to go with company B with H1 or else company A and wait and then like process on L1? Did you work for that company outside this country, the company A? No, I mean, it's- they, they can't do L1. They can't do L1B for you. You'll have to go outside the country. Stay there for at least one year to do L1B. Okay, L1 is not an option if I'm staying in US. No, it's not an option, man. Okay, thanks. Uh, okay. I would not wait for the next lottery, though, the second time of that one, though. I would go with the company B. If if it's a genuine company, I'll go with company B. Um, it's like a consulting firm. I don't know. Consulting firm means what? But if it's a genuine company, I would go yeah, yeah. with company B. I would go with company B. I will not wait for next year. I will not wait for the second lottery. I will not wait for L1. Okay, sure. Thank you. Next caller, please. Santosh. 
Hi Rahul, uh, uh, this is Santosh. Uh, thanks for making taking my call. Uh, so I got uh, I have applied for my uh, H1 extension along with uh, my wife's uh, H4 extension in premium in Jan this year, Jan 2021, and uh, it got approved uh, a week later. And after that, I have applied for a H4 EAD for my wife, and uh, uh, she gave her biometrics in March 2021. Now both are in progress, but. Uh, at the end of uh, March, uh, due to family emergency, we had to go to India. And uh, now my wife is still in India, but uh, she already got her H4 stamp. Uh, so what happens to the uh, current uh, H4 and H4 EAD, which are still in progress? Do we need to uh, contact USCIS in any way? or don't, do, just... don't, do, don't do anything. Don't do anything. Okay. Don't do anything. Because the EAD is linked with the H4. They may just approve the H4 and EAD. So I would not do anything right now. So what, what happens? Uh, and she's planning to travel back may, maybe sometime next month. And uh, once she travels back, she gets her... Do you uh, have ID. a child who's born in USA? Yes, uh, we have both okay, the kids. that's fine. So okay. yeah, when she, she travels back, I want you to do one thing. Even though the EAD has been filed before, I don't know if there is any chance because the H4 and EAD has been segregated, filed separately, okay? I yes. want you to file one more EAD when she comes back. Okay, so by the time, if, if uh, EAD and H4 doesn't get approved, once uh, she comes back, you're asking me to apply one more H4 EAD alone. Absolutely right, sir. Okay. Absolutely just, right. Sir. Yeah, just one more question. Uh, so based on the discussion on, on the... Uh, green card we had uh, my current uh, correct priority date is uh, 2016 uh, april but on eb2 uh, but i have already changed that employer and uh, my current employer has yet to start the process at all so what would you suggest at this time like uh, go back uh, come, go back to the previous employer yes okay uh, don't wait for the dates to get prior and then move uh, the previous company is a consulting firm and uh, the current company currently is a full-time job. That's, that's the I, I know I've told you a hundred times to move to the full-time job. Yes, I did. I was not aware that COVID is going to come. Okay. okay. I was not aware that the priority dates are going to move. I would move right now. Move, move, move. Okay, so I my can employer... Go wrong again. Yeah, yeah go, my go, employer, go. Uh, kind of told me like uh, if I'm interested, he can make the same job as contracting so that I can continue the job. Okay. Do it. Okay. Uh, Do so, it. Okay. Okay, okay thank next, you. And, uh, on, next person and the last person, please. Okay, okay. Thank, you. thank you, Rahul. Deepak. Hey, hi, Rahul. Uh, this is uh, Deepak. So I'm in a uh, different situation now. So, uh, okay. Uh, I have, I, I'm on a H-1B visa for the last four, five years or so. So from 2018 to 2021, I worked for an employer and my mm -hmm. I-94 is, uh, you know, until uh, 20, uh, 2020, uh, sorry, 2021 January, because that's, I have a stamp from India. So, uh, so in last year, September, I applied for extension with my, you know, company A, that's uh, so that was approved and I-94 was attached. So recently I moved to a different company. Now I got I-797B. 
So why? And, why? Yeah. Why? And, don't know. They did not give the. They did not specify any notice of denial of extension or stay or anything. They did not specify anything. So I have already joined this company already, and my you know, uh, I mean, the attorney got the you know the approval uh, mail. I think second okay. week of Simple April. Simple as of now. It, as of now, what you told me, Deepak, was that you got the H1B approval without the I-94, I-797B. All the other stories are irrelevant. Let's cut cut short. Okay. So now, what what should be the next course of action? Why? When I when I spoke, because if 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 the ring is lost in the dark, you can't search in the light. You still have to go back to the dark and search there. You will not find it because I need to know: was it filed wrongly? Was it? Is there any other problem that that occurred with that H1B? Uh, consular processing. Why did it happen? It, did you had an? Did you had a paycheck gap? Paycheck no. gap. Did you had no. a amendment not done in the right time at any point of time? No. No. Okay. I, then uh, then I, I still then I, the, these are the reasons that so I need to look into why uh, these are the two common reasons. The third thing is that the lawyer did a mistake or the company did a mistake. maybe i don't know because when i reached out to them yesterday so what they is, did not what is what is the what is the what is the company telling you now so they said they have opened an inquiry with the texas premium processing center and they are waiting i want you feedback. to i want you to refile the entire application if the i want you to refile the entire h1 b application again it's called a non protank that means that hey i fell out of status not because of my mistake because of somebody else mistake okay because if that will save you that will allow you to work i don't want to just rely on that email completely what they sent yeah they have okay they haven't responded yet but yeah i'm still following up because i got to know this only yesterday because i received the mail from my attorney yesterday i i want you to file one more h1b application with that company right now to rectify the error you can do that email process too you can do the other process too but i don't want you to not file another application sure okay uh -huh. okay thank you guys i'm sorry i could not get to all the people uh, the next conference call will be uh, tomorrow um at uh, 11:30 thank you for listening to ready and newman daily podcast we sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites: rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.